0: Welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode. And if you are tuning in right now, this is part two actually to the topic that we had started from last week's episode, which is spiritual warfare. Yes. Where we touch upon what exactly is spiritual warfare, whether or not demons are real, and whether or not, you know, as believers, we should believe, because sometimes we do turn a blind side, a blind eye to mm. it. So if you haven't listened to that, please on head back mm. on over to our page and listen to part one so that you can get a better understanding of what we're talking about today. Yes. So continuing from last week, Pastor Tom, we were talking about demons and mm. spiritual warfare and what Satan's technically, what his goal is. But I know we had touched up on a few examples that you had talked about from your travels, especially your experience with deliverance and stuff. So I'm just going to hop right on to it. Ken... What's your take on demon possession?
1: Ah, okay. You know, I rather like to not call it a possession. Amen. But they can come in and inhabit a person. Mm. It is an inhabitation rather than a possession. Possession is kind of like, you know, sounds like they own you. Right. Ownership. They don't own you. God Mm. owns you. Mm. God owns everything. Come on. And so, just change that. Yeah. yeah so, um, but demon possession, people talk about that. Let's just use the word possession. But, you know, inhabitation, mm-hmm. um, it happens, mm-hmm. but it's not easy to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What do you mean uh, by that, Pastor? Well, uh, you literally have to totally dedicate and relinquish all rights.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, be brought up and be, you know a uh, sacrifice uh, and has to be a willing sacrifice. Mm. And most people don't do that. No, well, no, nobody's going to be willingly if they were aware. that you know if they're aware of it. Yeah. you know So it's not easy, but I tell you what is easy, though: oppression.
2: Mm. And
1: oppression and possession are two different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, oppression is like You're taken hostage mm. okay? okay So a lot of Christians Even listening right now uh, You can be taken hostage mm-hmm. Wow Yeah, yeah Wow but Inhabitation is out of the question Okay mm. Possession mm. If you're a true believer You have the deposit of the Holy Spirit You're a temple of God you can't have demons and Holy Spirit in the same house. Mm. Mm. So possession is out of the question, but Mm -hmm. oppression, Mm -hmm. taking you hostage. That's it. Telling you that you're a drug addict, Mm -hmm. this and that, you know, you're an addict. When I, last uh, episode we talked about how you're not an addict, you're just going through an addiction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, And so when you get lied to, and when the demons uh, use half-truths, Um, Then it sounds like truth And then you start to believe it And then all of a sudden You are like Under the oppression Mm. Right And so oppression is like You being taken hostage Now Possession Is slightly different Possession Is like you being jailed Okay Mm. And the only way You can get out Of that jail Is if you confess Mm. Your sin Before a judge Right Mm Mm-hmm People get released from jail when the judge says you're free to go. You see that? Mm -hmm. So when you ask for forgiveness and you receive Christ Mm -hmm. as your Lord and Savior, then that possession is done. Come on. That jail has been broken. Mm -hmm. That chain has been broken. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so you know, as much as we talk about demons, but you know what? Our focus is Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. That's the reason yes. why we talk about these guys, because you know what? Jesus beat them <laughs> all <laughs> at the cross. Victory Just, just when, Just when they thought mm. they got Jesus.
3: Mm-hmm. Come on.
1: Jesus came back. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Surprise. It's surprise, surprise. And so, uh, that's why the resurrection is so, so, so powerful. Mm. Yes you know, without the resurrection uh, of Jesus, then, um, you know, it's, uh, there's nothing to talk about anymore. Mm.
0: So, preferably it would, inhabitation rather than possession.
1: That's right. Yeah. So,
0: in, in turn, I guess we can kind of consciously say that demon possession or inhabitation is real, right? Yes. Can a believer or a Christian be inhabited.
1: Oh, I Especially just, I how just, you
0: just mentioned how like Holy Spirit and you know, yeah. can't inhabit in the same house. Uh, no. Uh, mm.
1: If you're a true believer, you're a follower of Jesus. Uh, the Bible says you have the deposit of the Holy Spirit in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's all powerful. Right. The enemy is not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Come on. I always say this. <laughs> Deliverance is only a one step program. Mm. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Jesus in, demons out. <laughs> there's no 12 step. There's no 10 steps. You just have to know. No formula. The way Jesus walk, the way he did it, the way, you know, he demonstrated mm. the kingdom of heaven is when he tells the demon to get out, they get out.
2: There's mm.
1: no negotiation. Right? They are they're like terrorists. You just don't negotiate with them. Mm. There's no drama needed. Mm. You know who you are in Christ. Jesus knew who he was when he was walking on earth or who he is. Right. Right. Um, there's no question in that. You just mm. walk in that authority, <laughs> you walk in that power of the Holy Spirit, and they have no chance. Mm they absolutely have no chance against the cross. Mm. And so we have to know that though. We have to know who we are,
2: mm-hmm. our
1: identity a, in Christ. Mm-hmm. As children of God, you got a father that is all powerful, mm-hmm. that's taking care of you. You are also, um, when you go into the word of the Lord, you, you, you'll you find out that he has set you apart. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, Jeremiah 1.5, mm-hmm. to prophesy over nation. So you are set apart, that means you're made holy. Mm. The unholy cannot inhabit the holy. Mm. So to answer your question, Joyce, no. Mm. They cannot do it. Mm. Unless you willingly walk away and you invite those things. Now there's yeah. another topic altogether. Because yeah. mm-hmm. the enemy is known as uh, shaitan. Means mm. the accuser, he right. is consistently and constantly mm-hmm. accusing. Mm-hmm. That means he's always throwing this poison darts, I call it. Mm-hmm. He throws the poison dart yeah. and hopes that the dart will land somewhere. And wow. only you and you mm-hmm. can give that landing spot to him. Mm-hmm. Wow,
3: that's it. When wow.
1: you make an agreement with the enemy mm-hmm. to do his bidding, when you open doors. allow him, yes, mm-hmm. open doors. Uh, you're going to have those landing spots mm-hmm. and he's going to he gonna accuse you. Mm. But when you know who you are right. and you say, I'm the redeemed. That's it. Right? He has nothing on you because his whole entire weapon is based on flesh. That's it. But when you operate in the spirit, Romans 8.1 says, so now therefore there's no more condemnation for those mm-hmm. who live in Jesus, who do not walk in the flesh, but in the... spirit Spirit. it's very important to know that that there is now no more condemnation in christ jesus no more condemnation the enemy uses condemnation
2: wow
0: that i'm like kind of floored but like even when you were talking about being holy people right Of course, it brought me back to the passage, right at First Peter, right, Mm. two verse nine. I'll just read it out for those listening. But you who are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness and into His marvelous light, who once were not a people but now are the people of God, who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. And so that just really kind of opened my, like, further opened my eyes in, in terms of understanding. With, I guess, the the thought that Christians can be uh, possessed by demonic spirits. But if you Mm. are able to actually really ingrain this in yourself and in your identity and you can walk into this, it's kind of hard for the enemy to have those darts Mm. be thrown at a landing spot, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, just to correct that, it's not a possession, it's an oppression. Oppression, So, so, Mm. you know, the enemy will oppress you. Mm -hmm. Mm hold you hostage mm-hmm. to something That's it. to an addiction to whatever uh, to a lie yeah. basically to a lie or half truth and the only way to get out of that is to know the word of the Lord That's the right. constitution mm. from your kingdom the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. has been handed to you mm-hmm. the manual is called the Bible mm-hmm. right so yeah. if you don't know the word of the Lord mm-hmm. then you consistently believe the lies that are put out there mm-hmm. uh, by the enemy mm-hmm. and you will walk uh, you know away mm. uh be be straight away like a lost sheep right that's why Bible always referred to us as the sheep right most vulnerable creature, mm. but you know one thing the sheep does well mm. is the sheep can hear the that's voice it. of the shepherd wow. Amen. and distinguish one voice from. All the rest of the voices. So we are called sheep because of that, because through Mm. obedience Mm. to the voice of God. And so if you are thinking, you know, why are we called sheep? Like, it's (laughs) probably the the most without any weapon or this and that. (laughs) Um, No, you're wrong. Mm. Because, you know, I don't think a lot of people understand that even Mm. the sheep's blood can help with a poisonous, venomous snake. Uh, venom. Wow. Uh, and so, that's the blood again. That's another wow. day. But you know, it's really important to understand the sheep when it's obedient mm-hmm. to the shepherd, it's kept safe.
2: Mm.
1: When the sheep is disobedient and do things mm. and maybe lied to, right? That's why Jesus says the shepherd will go look for that one lost sheep, because that one lost sheep could be lied to by the enemy. Mm. And grass is always greener, like the story of the prodigal son. (laughs) That one lost sheep. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Come on. That's so good. Yeah, just we're exposing this and I think it's a matter of asking yourself to like, okay, you're being accused of something, something that are you doing or something that you're not doing. And that's when the word of God, when the word of God comes in and it's important because it takes it. The whole inhabitation, possession, as we've been speaking, mm-hmm. it happens and
1: it is part of spiritual warfare. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, spiritual warfare is real. Mm. Um, you know, if you missed the first part, you should listen to why I established that. Mm-hmm. Because the battle, a war broke out in heaven. Yeah. Yes,
3: yeah, let's not forget that.
1: Yeah, so that's not just something we dreamt up, it's mm-hmm. in the book of Revelation. So that war is still going on, even though that war yeah. has been won. Mm, yes. mm. But God wants us to experience that. That's it. To sanctify us, to know that He's a good God. Mm. Because sometimes you need to walk in that and you need to see it. Right? You need to see it. And so by faith, I'm not saying you know you need to see it physically. Absolutely. By faith, yeah. Yes. By faith. Because the moment you operate in faith and faith is unconscious, the demons are already screaming <laughs> because they know yeah. that you know they know that you know who you yeah. are. Mm. Uh, it's like a burglar. If you have an alarm sign in front of your house, or you have a, an alarm red uh, but, uh, light going off in on dash of your car, mm-hmm. they'll look for a car without the alarm sign. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Easy target. That's right. So it's like that, right? So get to know your Bible. Now, the one thing I want to touch on also is that there there are two ways the the enemy. Uh, you know, they are diabolic guys. They, mm-hmm. There's two ways mm-hmm. they do it. Now, the enemy, the devil, uh, in Revelations 12:9, is known as the de- deceiver. Mm. So he'll deceive you. You know, whatever Jesus says, he takes that and then deceives you mm. with half-truth, mm. right? So we establish that. He's also known as the angel of light, mm. Imagine that, he's known as the angel of light in 2 Corinthians 11, 14. Um, Paul, when he wrote this, he was referring to the danger of the false teachers mm. who guise themselves as apostles of Christ, Second Corinthians 11, 13.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: there are, you need to operate, the more we need to operate in the spirit, because when you operate in the spirit, the Holy Spirit comes and gives you the gifts of, of, discernment of, yeah, it gives a discerning mm-hmm. spirits yes discerning mm-hmm. of spirits yeah. yeah so it's really important to discern mm-hmm. like not just listen and yeah. go okay yeah 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 no you need to discern with the guidance of the holy spirit yes mm-hmm. that's it okay right? because i told you you're battling not flesh and blood mm-hmm. in fact paul uses the word you're not wrestling Mm, yeah. Okay. In the mm-hmm. New King James, I think it's the call. Mm-hmm. You're not. We are not wrestling with mm-hmm. flesh. You know, wrestling. The word wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's very in close quarters. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're wrestling. Like you. That's you, so good. Yeah. You, that's right. You, I'm grappling. I'm mm-hmm. holding on to holding. you. Holding it to me. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I don't know how many of you wrestle out there, <laughs> <laughs> but oh. when you're that close, it's very hard to hurt wow. each other. Very wow. hard. Very hard. Mm-hmm. The only way you hurt and win that kind of war is if you speak trash or you lie (laughs) to the enemy. Right? That's so true. You get them off.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: By saying, like, you know, trash talk. Like you hear Mm, boxers before the game, they know this guy is going to beat me. Yeah. So trash talk him, right? Get him off his game. Yeah hockey game they thrashed off people
3: change their focus yeah, yeah. change
1: their focus yeah. and that's how the enemy does it mm. he, he redirects their mm. focus yeah. to a lie
3: mm. that's it and oh. that's wrestling the accusations because
1: you're now wrestling with the truth mm. you don't know the truth from the half truth mm. mm. so you're wrestling now <laughs> you, you're, you're wrestling with the truth you don't know Wow. so it's really important to know that that he works through deceit mm. and so. lie and he'll use people I told you we're living in a physical world. He yes, all the time. So there'll be false, uh, like, you know, Paul talks about false apostles, deceitful workers masquerading as apostles of Christ. Mm. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then that if his servants are masquerade as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their actions deserve. And 2 Corinthians 11, 13 to 15. And it's really important to understand and be able to discern in the spirit. And you need to operate in the spirit to Come be able on. to discern in the spirit. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. operate in the flesh, you're like flesh mm. warfaring with mm-hmm. spirits. Mm. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You lose. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not getting downloaded. Mm. On how? I know you, you, you mentioned this on the
3: previous episode that if you're somebody that is being challenged and struggling to, to understand this whole spiritual warfare, mm. you need to get an understanding and revelation of the Holy Spirit. And I just feel like just bringing this up again because everything that we're exposing at this point, mm-hmm. and you, we're talking about discernment, and if, if the Holy Spirit himself is not, is not even being, being welcomed it, it, it I just it's like literally going into a battle where you know it's a gunfight and you came, came with a stone pretty much.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I use a different analogy one time. I say you're going in there with a water gun. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you should explain that. But you know yeah. that that part. That's, it's true, though. I'm telling you, it's though, true, but though. when you have Jesus and you have yes. the dunamis of God, uh, it doesn't matter if you have a little water gun. Mm, yeah. You put hell out. Yes, When you, when you know who you are, Amen. and the Holy Spirit is the one doing battle, That's you it. know that That's mm-hmm. it. the God is before you, the battle is His. Yeah. When you know that, then no drama needed. Yeah. What I'm saying is no drama is needed. There's none of these movies we see, the exorcists (laughs) and all that. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, you know, Mm. you see in in those movies, Hollywood movies, (laughs) where some priest is going to hold a cross to the head of a a demon or something. No, you just need to know who you are in Christ. Mm. And you walk in that and you posture yourself with that power and authority. Mm. Jesus sent out the disciples And he says, I give you power and Mm. authority. Two things, power and authority. Mm. Mm. Power with the Holy Spirit, authority in the name of Jesus. Mm. And so when you go out, you know, in the world, Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. will encounter this. Like uh, when you open your spiritual eyes, you will encounter this. And believe me, I've been into so many houses in Vancouver alone, Mm. probably been in more houses than a regular realtor. But I'm not in there (laughs) to look at houses because why? Because why? A lot of people say, oh, my house is so dirty. Mm. I'm not looking in the physical. I couldn't care less if you have garbage all over the house. Mm. I'm looking for something else. That's it. Come on. I'm looking looking for a spirit that has violated Mm. the territory that God has given us. They are violating... Territories that don't belong to them. Mm. Wow. Okay. What I called, you know what I call them? Squatters. (laughs) Wow. Wow. They have no legal right. Violators, yeah. No legal right. So, get rid of them. Knowing who you are. Mm. Walk with power and authority. And command them. The way Jesus commanded the Mm -mm. demons. Get out in the name of Jesus. Stop begging. Mm. You're not an orphan. You're a child of the most high God. Come on. All power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, Mm. is in you. Come on. The Holy Spirit. You think the demons are not scared of the Holy Spirit?
3: Mm. Mm. Paul, you know, in addition to we just shared Pastor First Corinthians chapter five, verse twelve, I believe says, you know, Paul said it. For the kingdom of God is not a talk but a demonstration mm-hmm. of spirit's power. Mm-hmm. And that's even even Paul himself knew and understand he encouraged he encouraged the believers to to walk in this way, to operate in this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Because it's needed,
2: right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So much for this exposure. Mm-hmm.
0: This might be a, how, I don't want to say stupid, but kind of, I don't know how to phrase this, but can demons be saved?
1: Mm. <laughs> Simple straight answer, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can't be saved. Now, in the past, uh, you know. Because like obviously they early were Early church thinkers, yeah. they thought they could be, you know, uh, AD 354 origin was mm-hmm. one of the. Greatest speculative theologians in history Mm. of the church, and he argued that that all will be safe, including demons. Mm. Uh, no, yeah,
0: perfect because I figured that would be the answer. But you know, just in case for those wondering,
3: there are people asking that question, actually, which is not, which
0: is a very valid question. (laughs)
1: Mm It is not stupid.
3: It's, I think it's a pretty
1: honest question too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they did was an abomination to God, rebelling against God. Yeah. And, and more than that, they were, they were trying to, when they came down in Genesis six, they were trying to teach and, uh, humans. And obviously they, they, they took, you know, women as their wives and Mm -hmm. they were trying to impart half-truth. Yeah. right. And also in that, it's more than anything else I feel, is God's timing. They violated. Mm -hmm. God is an orderly God. There was a right time. There was all this prophecy, prophesying the arrival of Jesus. And they were off on a tangent doing something else. And all this time, you know, when Jesus showed up, he preached the kingdom of God and he told the truth. He is truth. Mm. And so when when these guys were going around lying, I feel that was a very big uh, offense to God.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's true because I feel like some people, like how you had mentioned some of theologians back in the day, mm. you know, would have assumed or have said that, all would be safe, including, you know, demonic powers. But, you know, in retrospect, I'm like, how can that be when they've already done such a, such a, what, what's the word, offense to God, right? Mm.
3: With that question, though, I know there's so many, so many, so many other questions that comes with that. And one thing I could think about, or oh, at least people have asked me about, or they want to get to know, or they want to know, it says, and I want to ask you to Pastor Tom too, where they would, you know, if God is God and, okay, all-powerful God, can he not just get rid of, you know, demons, demons Satan himself at this point, you know, like mm-hmm. forget all about the chaos that is happening right yeah. now. Mm. What would you say to them?
1: <laughs> you know, that's an interesting question. Um, our God is an orderly God, number one, but he's also a just God. Mm. Um God is just, right? He will allow you to do certain things. And then either you don't do it or you do it, right? That's it. So something mm. that is bad, for instance, you know it's bad and you do it. Mm. There is there is judgment, consequences, yeah. consequences yeah. to that, right? So at the end of the day, uh, you got Michael battling him.
2: <laughs>
1: you got Michael, an Archangel battling mm. uh, Lucifer, it. who is the bearer of light. Mm. And Lucifer lost. Yeah. Mm. Right? Fair, yeah. And mm. fair and square, fair and square. Right. That's just. And so, <laughs> if you have somebody else, like say, I don't know, Angel Gabriel battling him. <laughs> uh, Gabriel was held up by the Prince of Persia. Yeah. In mm. yeah. the Book of Daniel. So you need to have. If, imagine if you go into a. a Octagon or You go into a boxing ring <laughs> Yeah That's why people have Heavyweight People have Lightweight mm-hmm. Featherweight Yeah Different You don't rankings. have a heavyweight Fighting a featherweight <laughs> True Is this a just fight? No it's not mm.
3: right? Somebody tried And it didn't go right for <laughs> <laughs> There were many Yeah oh, I don't okay. know, We don't want to name them
1: Alright so <laughs> But I'm just saying mm. We get that, the point uh, yeah. At the end of the day uh, God's redemptive plan yeah, man. is perfect. That's it. Right? And so, there's our part as well. Like I said, the Bible is written for us. So there's a part that we have to play and the part that we have to choose. You know, we have choice. Choice is powerful and we need to choose God.
2: Hmm. Mm.
3: Yeah. You are talking about two main stra- strategies that Satan, demon. Uses. Uses.
1: Yeah. Through. Deceit. Deceit. And the second one is through persecution. Yeah. Just kind of review. So yeah. uh, Paul was, uh, no, sorry. Peter was saying and uh, how the enemy uh, prowls around like a roaring lion
2: mm-hmm.
1: waiting to defi- devour somebody. And so number one, he's not the lion of Judah. <laughs> yeah. He's a fake lion. mm roaring around, trying to scare people and create fear. And then at the end of it you see that yeah, you you see that he actually has to look for somebody. Yeah. That means somebody has to have that open door to allow him Mm -hmm. to make that covenantal right with him to join him. Mm -hmm. And so he's looking around. It's not like he got you. No. He's looking around. What what's he looking for? He's looking he presents all this. He's ha shaitan he presents all these things. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. these challenges in life. And if you fall into it and you say, you know what, I I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat so that I can get out of this situation, <laughs> mm. you've just made a covenantal agreement wow. with the enemy. That's not of God. Right? God tells us to walk upright, to be righteous, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes. That means righteousness means right standing. Mm-hmm. Right standing so that you can face God and be you know, be okay. Mm. But when you start to sway away and you decide to do things, in, and that comes from fear of pain. I talk about how yeah. fear of pain, yeah. mm-hmm. fear of punishment. Right. And so the enemy can use that. If he is able to instill enough fear in you, mm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: you will do certain things. And when you do certain things that are ungodly, well, there's mm-hmm. only two sides, right? God's side, or yeah. the ungodly side mm. so if you choose ungodly then mm. he's got this landing spot I talk about and how he can continually oppress you mm. and persecute you and throw this landing darts on you and say hey you did this remember you cheated in your exam remember remember that time you're gonna carry this all your life remember that time
2: mm.
1: right remember that time you got away with cheating your exam right <laughs> maybe if you cheat on your spouse you can get away and wow. one thing will lead to another and eventually it snowballs right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we really need to close that door mm-hmm. and it. how do you do it you turn to Christ mm-hmm. and you let the Holy Spirit lead your spirit and allow him to, to release and to teach you everything that Jesus taught us Did mm-hmm. Jesus said that mm-hmm. he will come and he will teach you everything that I taught so everything that Jesus taught were we 2,000 years ago with Jesus? Let them know. No. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything that he taught
2: yeah. to the disciples
1: yes. are more than what is written, mm-hmm. I feel. And so that's there's, there's why there's the Holy Spirit. Yes. To testify to Jesus. Amen. And really important to do that, to partner the Holy Spirit, allow him to lead you into all truth, mm. into all truth the Bible says. And uh yeah, so that's that's your your number one thing you gotta do
2: <laughs> mm.
1: wow. is to number one know that God is spirit. you are spirit. demons are also spirit mm. and you need to operate and battle in the supernatural realm, the mm. spiritual realm mm. and the war is already won, but there are little little battles in life mm. as you go through it and unless you know, who you are in Christ, uh, you can be deceived by his half-truth.
2: Wow.
3: We're talking about spiritual warfare. Um, what's the heart for us here, Pastor? I know we expose a lot, and I, I know that we've touched a lot with, I can even answer that when I ask that question, what's the heart, what's the goal of, of having these episodes you know, that we would make time to talk and touch up on this. But what's really the
1: heart that we're doing this? The heart behind it is for us to know who we are. Mm. I think uh, a lot of times when we are told we're children of God or we're Christ's ambassador or we're disciples of Jesus, we're followers of Jesus, those are just words that fall in land in your mind mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. need to travel 18 inches into your heart <laughs> come the on the heart in hebrew is also the spirit you need to operate mm. in the spirit yes in the spirit now jesus says yoke with me my burden is like my yoke's easy you think jesus is in the physical here no the holy spirit is here so you need to yoke your spirit with the holy spirit and allow him to lead you and see in the spiritual sense because why in the beginning what it, what it, what did the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens, heavens and, and earth. the earth If that's not supernatural enough for you <laughs> I don't know which Bible you've been reading because you know Come on. you need to operate in the supernatural That's why this show is called naturally supernatural That's it Naturally supernatural that means your natural is supernatural mm. Mm. Yes. God's natural is supernatural. Mm. So if God's your father and you're the child, I mean, if mm. you're still operating in the natural, mm. uh, you need to start repenting mm. and change uh. your thinking. Come on. Change your thinking. Paul says, you know what? Do not conform to the pattern of this That's world.
3: That's Be transformed.
1: Yeah, by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Mm. So my hope is, is for people to start really knowing who they are mm. in Christ. Out there, if you're listening, today search your heart. You heard God's voice. You came to Christ. He says, my sheep hears my voice. I told you about sheep. The one thing sheep does well is hear the shepherd's voice and recognize the voice of his, the shepherd. So you heard his voice. You came to Christ. Now start hearing his voice. Have mm. you tuned him out, you mm. need to tune in. And you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. You need to invite the Holy Spirit into everything that you do before you do it. Mm. Because why? If he's the teacher, he's known as the teacher, and you never once consult the teacher on anything, <laughs> I think it's pretty hard to get an A in class. <laughs> That's it. Be the best student. (laughs) Yes. Wow.
0: I'm being a student now and trying to absorb all this. Yeah. But until next time, guys, if you guys want to listen to our previous episode, head on over to naturallysupernatural.life. And if you guys have any questions for us or would like to connect with us, there is a contact us button there. And if you've been blessed by this ministry, of course, we ask for your continual prayers. But also, if you would like to sew into us, there's also a support button on the right hand corner of the website. And so it will prompt you how to do your donation there. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time.